What's up, gang? It is Thanksgiving week. Can't wait. Uh, you haven't? Are you? Uh, you having family in town? Are you going to family? Or what's the situation? You? You um, are. You can you say I'm back going to, to family. You travel back to Waco relatively often, yeah. Yeah, mostly for home games. At this point, my family's not there anymore. I was the last one of us that was there. That's right. But um, you could say I'm going to go spend some time with family this week. I'm headed to New Orleans again, part two. Do a little. I don't, I don't understand that decision, but explain, I suppose. I am going with my girlfriend and her mother to New Orleans to watch the Bills play the Saints in football next week. Um, they're massive Bills fans, and I'm a big enough Saints uh, fan to be sold okay. on it. All right. So here I am. Okay. Bourbon Street, part two this month. And y'all will be in New Orleans for Thanksgiving, like the day? Um, yes. So on Wednesday, I'm going to drive from Austin to Lafayette, where the bulk of my family tree lives. And then Thursday morning, first thing, I'm going to bring Granny some donuts and coffee. And then I'm going to drive to New Orleans and pick up my girlfriend's mom from the airport. My girlfriend will be with me as well. Um, but I'm going to be picking up uh, her mother from the airport. And it's just me gonna... and my girlfriend's mom. <laughs> and we are going to start drinking as fast as we can for a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Now, I feel like you also made this decision last time in New Orleans. And it apparently didn't go poorly enough that you will not do that again. So anyway, yeah, I was I, I was looking to get <laughs> was looking to have a delayed hangover, so it didn't hit me until I was back in my own bed. Okay, stay safe. That's all I ask. Uh, very boring uh, Thanksgiving planned. I'm very I'm happy about that. Family coming into the Austin area. I think we're just gonna hang out, watch some football. I might try to throw some. Stuff on the new Traeger. Very excited about that. That's your girl, Mark, right? <clears throat> uh, it's the grill um, and a smoker. And I'm going to see if I can throw some some fun stuff on there. Practiced on some chicken. It worked out pretty well. So I'm feeling like an, I can step up to like a turkey breast or something. Yeah. Um, I'm not doing Thanksgiving dinner on it. Uh, oh, that's I, what I was going to ask. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that yet. But soon. I think I think by Christmas we'll be able to put some meats on the grill, uh, maybe with some sweet baby rays Ooh, and, smoking uh, meats, smoking meats. Um, and just wear sweatpants for basically the entire week. So I'm very excited. Um, and if, uh, Evan, if you need sweatpants or if anybody listening here needs sweatpants, home do you field, know of a place? I do know of a place, Evan, <laughs> home field, our, our big friends, uh, over at, uh, at the good brand, uh, they are running their Black Friday deal, starting on Black Friday, running through November 29th, Cyber Monday. All items, the entire shop, 20% off for the duration of the sale. No code needed. But after that, should you guys need any kind of uh, very comfy sweatshirt, very comfy t-shirt with any of the 100 schools that they have on the roster, um, it is the place to go for your Christmas gifts. Items are subject to sell out, by the way. They recommend ordering as early as possible uh, so that the warehouse and shipping carriers have plenty of time to get the shirts to you guys for the holiday season. Um, 
really. They have gift cards. Uh, by the way, I'm wearing the joggers right now, and my shit is looking <laughs> thick. Well, I'm I'm looking very good. I'm wearing the nice black T-shirt, but with the home field joggers. It's a good look. I'm just saying. Um, and, that doesn't sell uh, you, folks. I don't know what will. Yeah. Hey. Do you I'm want to look like Matt Isbear? Do you want? No, that's not. Well, okay, that's not exactly what we said. <laughs> do you do you want the same fit? Okay, moving on. Baylor played uh, Kansas State on Saturday, and what did we? As as I suspected, and as I've predicted many of the games this season, it was stressful almost the entire time. Um, very physical game. Uh, two teams just beating the hell out of each other. Uh, what was your uh, major takeaway? From the win in Manhattan. Yeah, man. This one just felt the same as the last few. I, I feel like we, we found ourselves in this universe where we we sit through games and they feel stressful for damn near the whole thing. But mm-hmm. if you if you do any type of like digging in to like post-game stats, things like that, it looks like we beat the shit out of them for 60 minutes. It may it may yeah. not have felt like that. Right. But on paper after this, I think this was our first game of the year that was a one hundred percent post-game win expectancy. Which basically says, you know, if, if a team plays the way Baylor does, we'll play against a team that played the way that Kansas State played this week. Baylor will win that game 100% of the time. And it I didn't saw, feel like I that. Saw in that. The moment. I saw that yeah. number from college football stats. Um, I think Bill Connolly's uh, SP Plus had that post game expectancy around 63%, which is still pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, man, I think, I think most of the Baylor fandom just needs to pick up like an anxiety journal from from one of those TikTok ads. Yeah. Um, and uh, and really just start working through our feelings kind of in the first half. Hey, I know I don't have any control over this game personally. <laughs> I know that it's going to be okay, win or lose. You know, just really start processing some of these feelings, myself included. Yeah. Um, well, and part of me thinks like we just do things that every other fan base does is, that is annoying. But I feel like we kind of are in a unique place in the universe where we spent a large amount of time like knowing ahead of time we were going to win by 50 and then doing that and then we spent a little bit of time in the wilderness where we knew we were going to get dunked on for about 25 games and we also got that so i feel like this this uncertainty that most college football fans have felt their whole life baylor is like relatively new to not being positive what's going to happen you know well, so I don't I feel think like we ever kind of a weird spot. I don't think we ever really truly got to the point where we could trust a Matt Rule team. Yeah, because not only were the games the first couple of years just ending poorly, but when they were starting mm-hmm. to end successfully, you had the second half collapse against Oklahoma. You yeah. you just it was just never it never felt like anything was solid. This is a team that feels as solid as you can possibly get even after the TCU game. Right, that just felt like more of an exception than the rule. Yeah, this team, absolutely. This team feels just so solid, and we should start trusting it a little bit more. Um, yeah, Gary Bohannon goes down. <laughs> Shape and bake comes in. Did you see? Man. Did you see the Baylor football account? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tweet the so shape. eager, so eager to get that out there. They've been sitting on that joke for eight months. I haven't thought about anything else since i saw the shape and bake is so it's incredible good um played played pretty well i mean yeah played uh, well enough i called it out a couple times uh, on twitter but he he hands the ball off on his first place from scrimmage the run goes left it, it ends up turning 
uh, back around going right. And when it turns back right, Shapin just immediately searches out the first person that he can throw a block at. And there were, there were, you know, people said, Oh, you, you got a little piece of him." I'm still not sure about that, but man, he put everything he had into it. I don't know if it was an effective block at all, but, but I just love that energy. I just love it. Yeah, absolutely. I know this is like a, a lazy take, but it really is like uncanny how much he looks and plays like a true freshman, Charlie Brewer. Like yeah. you can, you can tell if given the opportunity to sacrifice his body for something, he, he was eager to do it. True. True. He ran, he ran quite well, pretty nimble. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I would doubt that Gary plays uh, against Texas tech, uh, this upcoming game on Saturday. Yeah. Bet I think, your house that I think that's okay. I think that's okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I know looking past an opponent isn't really, a thing that you're supposed to do regularly, but we I can. feel like if you if and I, I can, we, yeah. And I do regularly. And we are, but I feel like if, if there was ever a team this year that I wanted to maybe save Gary for, and, yeah. you know, roll out another quarterback, I think Texas tech is that team. Um, they've proven that they can't stop the run and we've proven that we can run the shit out of a football. Um, so I, I doubt we learn a whole lot about the type of quarterback Blake Shapin's going to be this Saturday. The rare week that our daily podcast got the jump on us, they uh, they recorded last night and uh, put out a really really good episode today. They they did dive into that matchup a little bit more. Uh, go give them a listen. We're sure as hell not going to do it here. That's not Oof. what we do. What Wrong we place, do man. what we do is talk about the Brock Purdy interception at the end of the game. <laughs> that was <laughs> remarkably funny and ex- completely expected. There Man. were there were people talking about how he played well that game. Well, the last play is still part of the game. It's still a part of the game. Some um, would say it's, it's weighed more heavily than maybe something that happens in the middle of the second quarter. Some some do say that. Iowa State um, just pooted all over themselves. Man, just they had it right there. It was available. They didn't get it done. Texas Tech comes out, and we're thinking, oh, maybe maybe Texas Tech can replicate some of that. But no. They they gain 101 yards of offense against Oklahoma State, but I think the crown jewel, uh, the the one of the you know foundational pillars of what this podcast is, is talking about the game that happened between Texas and West Virginia. Evan, Ugh. I I don't I'm not trying to monologue here too much, but I do have to lead with this one particular fact. No, bring it on. Texas Tech didn't convert their first. I'm sorry, Texas didn't convert their first third down until like late in the second quarter when West Virginia uh, batted a pass up into the air and a receiver just happened to be there. Um, <laughs> it was, it was so stupid that I was scared of this coaching hire um, because that team has quit. I, I yeah. fully, I can see it. That team has completely quit. And what's, what's wild is they could very well still finish alone for last place in the league that that is not an unrealistic thing to suggest if kansas wins this weekend against i believe west virginia and texas loses your longhorns will be in last place in the big 12 and that's forever baby that's forever yeah i just wanted that to marinate yeah it is west virginia i thought you might be wrong about that but that's a very winnable game that's very winnable kansas is feisty um yeah what what are we doing, man? Like if 
I, I cannot believe that I was, I say, what are we doing? What am I doing? Why was I so scared of this Sarkeesian hire? They went two for 10 on third down conversions. And he's the offensive guy, right? That's, that's kind of his, that's his shtick. It, it just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with the status quo right now in terms of Twitter interactions with other fan bases. It's very good. Yeah. It's, it's, like, I, I don't want to ever give any free hints to the old Texas Longhorns, but like, you would think, you know, we're, we're about a decade after Mac Brown. You would think that they would find someone who has done a good job of rebuilding, but all they do is they find front runners. Cause that's what they are. They're front runners. They just keep finding people who have recently done well in a, at a, at a name that is as big as they think they are. And they're like, Oh, let's copy and paste this shit. No, go to Louisiana Lafayette, pay him a trillion dollars and then get the hell out of the way. And then come back to me in three to five years. And let's, let's talk about what we've seen. That's I the would, formula. I would argue that Kansas state, West Virginia to a lesser degree, and Baylor twice have all rebuilt in the time since Texas has hired three coaches. Yeah. It's, and, that's, and they've had one 10 win season. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, I am actively working on getting Fazoli's as a sponsor partner. I, I thought you were about to say Fazoli's to right now, like they, while we were doing this. They followed me earlier today. I've already shot the DM. So, um, Man. Man, any anything else on the Big 12 football action this week? I just it is so poetic that Iowa State's last gasp at a chance at the Big 12 title came down to a dumb as hell Brock Purdy interception. Yeah. That's how that's how it's been. The boy's been great for 48 minutes out of every game for the last 3 years. Put it on the tombstone, man. Like that's and they were great on a lot of those that that's what happened last season is they were great yeah. in a lot of the one possession games that they were playing. So hey, I'd, I'd love for someone to do a study on how much money cumulatively Brock Purdy, the rest of those players that stuck around, and Matt Campbell forfeited to come back and go potentially five and seven this year, or six and six. Sorry, I don't. Um, I guess if I guess if you look at some of the backup quarterbacks in the NFL, maybe maybe Brock Purdy could have found the spot, but. I mean, Sam Ellinger's making. I looked it up this week. He's making like seven hundred thousand, and bad. Brock Purdy for sure would have been drafted before him. Yep, Brees Hall definitely. Man, too. man gave up generational wealth to go to the poinsettia bowl. Real shame. It is what it is. Um, speaking of money, Symbol, our other partner. <laughs> man, I'm getting really good at this. I'm just saying. Just right uh, into it. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> if you want to use your sports knowledge to make some money. Uh, on symbol, you can now. I'm going to review this again for you, Evan. You want to buy low and sell mm-hmm. high, and then you can earn cash payouts when your teams win. Uh, on right. symbol, you can join the 8,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. You can visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code BEARS12 for a money back guarantee. There is literally no risk. Money back guarantee, all of the listeners of the show. The money back guarantee means even if you lose money in the first 90 days, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. That's like going in and purchasing a keyboard from the Apple store 
and then saying, actually, I don't want this, even though uh, you've used it and you return it. And then they give you your money back very differently from the experience I had earlier today, where it was a completely wrapped uh, keyboard. And just because it was slightly over the return window, they wouldn't give me my money back. It's fine. Symbol won't do that to you. Visit simbull.com and the promo code bears 12 You'll have a money back guarantee on your deposit up to $500. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams today. Uh, college football is wacky this year, I, just in general, but especially on the coaching side of things. Yeah. Dan, Dan Mullen was fired from Florida on Sunday. So that that le- gives us this list of coaches who have been fired. Are you ready? Hit Ed me. Orgeron. Dan Mullen, Justin Fuente, Jimmy Lake, Gary Patterson, Nick Rolovich, Clay Hilton, Randy Edsel, and that's not even all of them. There are a bunch of mid-major um, schools that have fired their coaches as well. It does seem, though, like there are more openings for decent to good jobs than there are available candidates, and I yeah. swear on my mother's life. Okay, uh, something a little bit more valuable. I swear on my children's lives. <laughs> that, that. <laughs> that we might have to that might have to be a patreon show which we will get into here in a little bit if i hear coach dave aranda rumored to go to like uh virginia tech or like whatever west coast bullshit school like he's not going to usc guys i don't care how much money he offers him baylor's gonna match it maybe washington if if he outwardly says in a press conference, like, I really love the state of Washington. Like, yeah. If, if he said, God, I, why would anybody want to go to the cluster that is USC right now? There might be some even more movement, right? It's just, I'm yeah. getting really sick of the rumors, but we have to keep this in mind. We're going to write this in our anxiety journal, right, Evan? Right. Because it, they are talking about Dave Randa because he has done a good job. And it is just some, some, trauma that we're working through with the whole rule situation and it's okay no matter what happens Matt Gruel will come up with a better hire than the previous one we have seen this happen and like, just, I just had to process that publicly for a second well and here here's how I've thought about it let's say let's just say that we live in a world where USC hires Dave Aranda let's just pretend that that happens the okay. Baylor job becomes open so if we factor in every school with an opening, including USC, even though they've just nabbed him, Baylor would be the best landing spot for anyone looking for a head college foot like a head coaching except, job. Except right except LSU. I would say LSU is a better job. I don't I don't know if I would go to Baton Rouge for about six or seven years. I feel like some shit's there's a there's a dark cloud around that school, and I don't know if I would want to attach my name to it. That's why I well, never stressed out about Aranda going back, because it's like yeah, no, no, I'm not worried. Stop I'm not free. worried about LSU. Yeah, I'm not worried yeah. about LSU. Also, the expectations are crazy high at LSU in Florida. Crazy high. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I, I, I I'm, just, I'm not concerned, but it's upsetting to hear his name pulled up so like almost. It's almost disrespectfully. I don't know. Like, well, it's a way better job than Baylor, which I. It's a bigger named job than Baylor. I get that, but. Anyway, this is this is Homerism. I get that it's Waco dot dot dot, but still, just just getting it all out. I'm venting. That's all. That's all. That's all we're doing here. This is the venting podcast. This is the venting podcast. Anything else on the coaching uh, situation across the nation? It's wild. I'm I'm excited. Um, 
about the content that it will create because people are going to be upset with some of the coaches that they have to hire for their school. Do you think that it is more likely or less likely? I'm not phrasing this question correctly. Do you think there's a greater than 50% chance that Gary Patterson is the defensive coordinator at LSU next year? Greater than 50? No. I think no? it is no, I don't think it's greater than 50. I think it's like 20 20%. Yeah. Uh, that might be that might be a chance for him to really cook. Do you think Gary would want a DC job? Yes. I I think he has passed the phase in his career where he needs to prove to people that he can be a head coach. I think he's in what we call the sunset era of his life. He's doing projects. He's just going to be a project just, guy. Just now. doing projects. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> He's just gonna go around fixing people's defense. Just for going free, into his workshop, just to prove to himself that he still got it. Marge, I'm going out to the barn and just working <laughs> on projects. Yeah, we're gonna cover two for Mississippi State. There's something to that, actually. There's something to that. Um, I think he's past the point in his career where he feels like he's got to go be the guy somewhere. He could. I think he's in a spot where he's comfortable just being a guy somewhere. We we might have to agree to disagree on that. Because I can right. see him, I can see him taking the 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 NIL stuff though, or the NL, yeah, the NIL stuff. I mess that up every time. That that bothers him. I don't think he likes the recruiting aspect anymore. Um, I just don't think he can connect with these kids. But <laughs> but uh, how could you from Fort Worth? What are you gonna do? Take him to the stockyards and <laughs> yell at some yell at some grandfathers? We have we have a lot of people that listen from Fort Worth. Come on. I will say Fort Worth is better than Dallas, but Dallas is awful. So, <laughs> so do what you will with that. I I hold the same opinions, but I'm not going to say them out loud. Hell, I um, will. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, we, uh, we also had some Baylor basketball action this week. Um, a- just in, a mud hole stomping. Just your super casual forty point ass whooping of a Power Five team. Now look. Stanford isn't good. Okay. They're um, whatever the Stanford version of rebuilding is re-engineering, I guess. But, but Baylor went out there and just like you said, stomped a mud hole. It seems to be, you know, this Baylor program. Yeah, man. It's just so I mean, cool. I mean, it's we, so cool, dude. We have some players that were expected to kick ass this year. And then some who, you know, basically playing with house money. And let me just say liar, gyre, crier, is is shooting the <laughs> hell out of the ball right now. Liar, gyre, crier. Huh? That's his name, right? That's his full. That's his full government, I guess. <laughs> um, Adam Flagler didn't even play in this game. Uh, it was uh, it was very impressive. Uh, Kendall Brown. It, there was a point where I was watching that game over a beautiful brunch, having some quiche with the wife. Um, Kendall Brown looks like the best player on this team at times. And he is a freshman. Um, He's not the best player on the team, right? He's, he, he still makes, you know, uh, defensive mistakes and mental mistakes, but there are times where for stretches he's, he can create, he can shoot and he can finish. We know he can finish. The dude has his head at the rim multiple times a game. Um, It just, just absolutely bonkers. I mean, I've been I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for Baylor to have a player who does something that is universally lame, but he is so good and cool that it looks cool. And he has the knee high sock look 
looking yep. as good as it did 88 years ago. I mean, it is it is fun to watch Stretch dunk on people and have it be on your behalf. There, there's nothing better in the world. Just an NBA Street Volume 2 reference for those of you who are following along. Um, that makes me really happy that you and I are both on that wavelength. That, that yep. makes me really happy, buddy. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, our last ad read, and then I have a really fun thing to share with the Baylor basketball fans. Uh, but first, we do need to talk about Gridiron Metalworks. I talked about uh, pulling the Traeger out for the first time. Very excited to... I got my uh, Gridiron Metalwork order in. Very excited. Got the big BU uh, on the, the grill grate. Um, but if you're looking for any collegiate branded grill grates and griddles for every grill, uh, it is Gridiron Metalworks. That's the place to go. Uh, they also offer a variety of home decor items, flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, and coolers. I do need some new coasters. I find myself uh, with more than just one beverage at my desk during the day. I need a, I need a couple new coasters. Um, they all come in the actual school colors, not just the, oh, it's close, uh, like other manufacturers do. Uh, with the holidays here, perfect gift for the hard to shop for. Uh, high quality, custom cut, made in the USA. And if you use the promo code BEARS12, you get 15% off your first purchase. Gridironmetal.com, BEARS12, for 15% off your first order. Uh, so Baylor plays this week, Wednesday, 4.30, uh, versus Arizona State in the, uh, what is it, the uh, the bad boy mowers? Hold on, what is this? You got it. What, yeah, bad that boy was mowers. right. It, it, yep. it always sounds like I'm trying to make a dumb joke, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, hold on, is that actually it? Yeah, they're in the they're in the Bahamas. It's the Bad Boy um, Motors Battle for Atlantis and Paradise Island. This is the full name. Get this again, Bad Boy Motors Battle for Atlantis and Paradise Island, and in then in parentheses, Bahamas. <laughs> um, just yeah, it's <clears throat> okay, uh, but I I've got to get out there one year. Um, it just seems so fun, but yeah, it just that would be, it a, works that'd out. be a perfect getaway. A the, perfect rest of the, getaway. Family, the rest of the family is always busy during this time of year. Uh, yeah. Where you and I are just doing our little dipshit at desk jobs. We can go in yeah. if we want to at any time. I'm just chasing flashing lights all day. I could do that from anywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so very excited to see uh, that. Um, and then the, the rest of that uh, tournament, field looks pretty good as well. But the thing that I want to bring up is last night was the final game of the Vegas main event. And this is a tournament that I think just popped up this year for the first time. Um, it was four uh, pretty solid teams. And uh, it was just I was just like, oh, cool. You know, Vegas, that's, that'd be pretty cool. And then the Vegas main event Twitter account dropped the field for next year. And listen to this. It is Virginia, UCLA, Illinois, and Baylor. Jesus. November 2022. I'm I'm there. I this yeah. is something I'm, I'm willing to, to fight. I'm willing to fight the wife on. I'm hoping she comes with. I'm going. I'm going. Like it is just I'm it's gonna happen. It's not yeah. the week of Thanksgiving. It's the the weekend before Thanksgiving. So there's no excuse there. I'm going to fly up on Thursday. The games start on that Friday and they end on Sunday and I'm going Evan. I'm hoping you're going to come with. I'll be there. Let me, let me go ahead and put my foot in the sand here. Is that I, what people say? I'm going to go to that. Mm, I'll be there. 
Okay. My, sand is my feet are sandy. I've got sandy toes. I'll be there. Okay. Um, I, I tried to book a room last night, but you can't, <laughs> you can't book a room at the Cosmopolitan that far in advance, which was upsetting. Aren't um, there a trillion hotels there? There are, but I love the Cosmopolitan. Do you have a favorite uh, hotel? Do I? No, I'm poor. I've never, I've only been one time. Buddy, come along. We're we're going to do it right. Um, I'm legitimately going to try to get a room block for as many Baylor Twitter people that want to come. Oh, you'll profit on that immediately. I no, I'm not going to make money off of it. I'm just trying to organize it so everybody gets a. Well, let me room. do it. Let me do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so you can profit on it. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Maybe we make this a Patreon only room block. I don't know. Is this now? Ooh. Is now a good time? So we we did That's launch. We did launch the Patreon last week. Um, we are in the very infant stages of this. Uh, we are going to probably release your Kansas State game right up today to test out the infrastructure. Uh, we already have people in the Discord community, which is the benefit for all levels. Um, the very first level is the Jim Grobe level. And then uh, if you are really, for some reason, deranged enough to want to support us at the uh, $10 a month level, uh, the Jim Grobe is $5. At the $10 level, um, you're going to get early access to any kind of merch. We're not going to brand ourselves on the merch. We just want some cool bear-centric merch. Um, and uh, and then we're going to do a lot of cool other stuff. I think there's going to be some video content that we put out, uh, some extra audio episodes uh, most weeks. We're going to try to get mm-hmm. an extra one out this week. And uh, some written and- stuff. And there's a lot of, a lot of good ideas you and I have been going over. Yeah. And, and for those of you who are unacquainted with Discord, because I... I'm using it for the first time right now. Imagine it as as Twitter, but only people who you want to see have any chance of seeing what you see. So yeah. that's something yeah. to think about. Um, yeah, it's been spicy. It's been a little spicy. There's there's not a ton of people in there right now. So if you if you are planning on getting in on this, get in early, and then you can help us literally drive the car here. You can figure out which direction we want your input. Um, this is not to make money off this stuff. This is so that when I take three or four billable hours out of my day job, I stay whole. That, I mean, that's that's most of it right there. Yeah. And, and also it's the, a big the, group chat gang. Any any of the production costs, too. So more information coming on that. Um, really excited. And, and thank you to those who have signed up already. Um, anything else going on this week in your life? Anything else you want to share? I, uh, I'm so um, excited to have some days off. I, tomorrow's my last day at work for the rest of the week. I am Tuesday's my last day. I just, I need some time. I need some. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I need three or four days. I think this week is going to be good. My I actually have my last meeting of the week about two hours ago. So I'm, I'm on demon time until about 6 PM Sunday when I fly back. Um, so if you guys could just pray for me, pray for my liver, um, I also I have to drive all the way to New Orleans, and I hate driving. Like I, my plan in the really? next two I years, love yeah, I hate it. My plan is to move to Chicago in the next thirty six months, and uh, about sixteen to seventeen percent of that choice is so that I won't have to ever have a car for any reason. Yeah, I think I think one of the paid episodes that you and I'd have to do is the actual fight that's been brewing in my brain about making you not move to Chicago because that's not going to make me happy. Um, yeah, well, you know, it, it happens. Um, the ramen there, man. Have you tried it? There's ramen here in the Austin. I know, but not this kind of ramen. Okay. <sighs> um, Baylor, Kansas State, Saturday. 
Baylor, Arizona State, Wednesday. Um, guys, I really want you guys to leave a message uh, over the next couple days before Thanksgiving. Let us know, or during Thanksgiving. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear during about your Thanksgivings during dinner. Call us in. Get the whole family on. Okay, I, here's the prompt. Really, I've got a prompt. Okay, something. Prompt. Here's the prompt, and you can do with this what you want. Things I heard at Thanksgiving lunch or dinner, whichever one. Things, just just direct quotes, topics of discussion. Uh, I want people's government names included on this. <laughs> um, and this could be this could be something like, oh, this turkey's dry, or eh, I'll let you fill in that second blank. Actually, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, everybody <laughs> gets it. I think everybody gets it. Um, but yeah, like, let us know what you're doing for Thanksgiving. I just I want to hear about Thanksgiving across Baylor Nation because um, it's one of my favorite holidays. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, but on that note, Evan, I I think I'm done. I'm gonna go uh, finish up this tea. I'm gonna try to get better a little bit under the weather still. Gonna get better by Wednesday and uh, and have a good Thanksgiving, buddy. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Yes, you too. I will be sure to send you some some highlights of Thanksgiving on Bourbon Street because I will be with the saddest people in the world. I'll be among my people, I would say. So stay sick tuned. Sick of bears. <laughs> I think Chris Kleiman gave me a UTI. No, we're not doing that again. No. <laughs> he might have though.